Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hello, you're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. I'm Corey, a.k.a. Bayou Benders, alongside Mason Dixon, and this is Habs Nightly, your hub for Habs content. Welcome back to another episode of Habs Con. Uh, <laughs> welcome back to another episode of Habs Nightly. Uh, I'm a little under the weather right now. Just got back from a uh, great weekend uh, for my cousin's bachelor uh, weekend. Uh, Mason will not be able to join us this uh, this evening. Uh, he's got some schoolwork to be done, and we know the deal. That's very important, and that's where his mind needs to be right now. But has set me up to drive this bus today and give me some things that he wanted to talk about. But uh, first off, let's just, uh, let's just go straight into, uh, we signed, uh, we have a, a one-year two-way contract for defenseman uh, Sammy Niku. Um, truthfully, I did not see any more signings before the beginning of the season. Uh, this one kind of caught me off by surprise. I wasn't even home when it happened. Mason had to tell me about it, but um yeah, this isn't so bad. Um, I believe he's got like uh, he's been his career with with uh, Winnipeg was about I think it's like a four year span. Uh, he's played uh, fifty four games. He's got two goals to, for ten points. Um, I'm not I'm not too sure about Sammy Niku. Uh, I think this is something more Mason might be able to uh, articulate a little bit better. Um, I know he was pretty outstanding uh, back in. Um, his junior, his junior career and stuff like that. But uh, I guess this is just a, a pickup signing. I know uh, to me, what it feels like is, is just added, uh, added weight. It's just something, uh, another decent player to pick up for a decent value. Almost. It, it feels almost like something we saw Berger van do uh, last year with the uh, taxi squad, but the deal will pay uh, Niku 750 thousand seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars in in the nhl and 425 in the ahl with a guaranteed salary salary of 475 so um you know i don't know too much about the guy 
But uh, I think it's pretty cool. It's a decent contract for him. Uh, two ways always fun. You never know what's going to happen in the uh, in the NHL, especially with COVID going around. You know, there's a chance this this kid who has a bit of experience uh, in the league can get. You know, you could possibly see him see him in the lineup. Uh, especially you know if we if we take some uh, COVID scares this year. But uh, on to on to the next one. We got the game one preseason now. You know. We didn't really get a chance to talk about it last episode. I don't think practices had even started yet or they were just about to start. But with any preseason, especially what I feel for this team, uh, we did a lot of big changes for this team's dynamic, uh, even especially coming off of our, you know, Stanley Cup uh, final appearance. But I figured we'd be a little inconsistent coming into this game. And clearly, if you guys were able to watch it, I was not. But if you guys were able to watch it, you would understand. And, you know, the four, four to one loss to the Maple Leafs uh, always sucks to lose to the Leafs. But at the same time, there were some there were some good elements in that game for us. Um, you know, uh, one thing that I always love to point out is when our face offs are, are looking good. We were 53 percent to their 47 in that game. Uh, sadly, we only had 17 shots to their 32. Our hits were up 32 to 24 on them. Our pin minutes are, are very high. Uh, if you had a chance to watch the game, unfortunately, I could not find the fight. But this Arvid Henriksen um, guy took on uh, what's his name? That that young up and comer, uh, Curtis Gabriel, uh, former Sharks player. I was surprised. Uh, that the shark. Well, I'm, I truthfully, let's be honest. I'm not surprised the sharks moved them because the sharks really just don't keep anything that's that could be a valuable asset to that team anymore. But um, I love that. I love that. Um, I don't know much about this Hendrickson uh, kid, but uh, kudos to him. He's taking on a, a young kid that you know, if he sticks around in the NHL, he plays like you know, in the future he could be like the next uh, Ryan Reeves, Tom Wilson. I don't think he takes uh like. I haven't seen enough of him to say he he takes dirty hits and that's what causes it, but I know he's aggressive and he'll do what he's got to do to uh, to play his style of hockey. But um, I guess let's just go into a, a bit of a recap of the game. First off, the game started off really nice. Um, my favorite part was actually, you know, seeing fans back in the stands again. Um, it That was pretty delightful to me, and I'm sure it was to you. It just uh, it's felt so weird the last two years. I know the playoffs we got to see a little bit last year um, in some games, but um, just you know, seeing people that close again was uh, was a really delight to see. Uh, As far as the lines, uh, I should have probably should have started that with that, but uh, preseason game one's lines were uh, top line was Tyler Toffoli, Suzuki, Caulfield, uh, Arturi Lekkinen, Ryan Paling, Lauren Delfont. Uh, Matthew Perot, Cedric Paquette, Alex Bazile, Brandon Bardock, Jean-Christophe Christophe, uh, Boudin, Lucas Venmo, uh, and then defensive pairings. We saw uh, Romanov with Petrie, Kulak with Gianni Fairbrother, who I'm excited about. I know he's a banger as well. Uh, Xavier Olette and Arbor. Man, I really can't pronounce that last name. Um, and then goalies for the night were Caden Primo and Michael McNevin. The game started off, uh, I don't know, about two minutes in. It really seemed like William Nylander was uh, was just ready for this game. I wouldn't say there was a lot of – there was a bit of inconsistencies with the Montreal Canadiens. Just looked a little, a little sluggish, uh, you know, and I'm sure that's due to just uh, 
you know, obviously this is not the the core group that'll be going on the ice come um, October 13th, but uh, just getting back into that rhythm. But uh, William Nylander looked like there was no off season for him. He just about uh, undresses the entire defense and uh, gives up, a, uh, puts up a great effort on Primo um, to our avail low. It is, it is a stop. It is a stop puck, but uh uh, in the first period, we saw a nice a nice chance uh, by Alex Basile. But even before that, um, there was another there was another opportunity. Uh, Nick Suzuki with, with Caulfield. Caulfield kind of got crunched up. Uh, uh, two two Leafs on on him and kind you know just trying to get it around, trying to get it on on the goalie. It just kind of fell apart. Um, but a little bit later, um, Basile had that great. Um, spin around uh, opportunity on Henderson. Um, just unfortunately, Henderson gets the pad out and stops it. Um, it was really, really a great, uh, great idea, great poise coming off of, of, of a, a turnover like that. Um, if it, re- if it would have went in, I would have been, I probably would have said that was the highlight for our game. Um, yeah, granted, we'll get into to Foley's um, breakaway goal, but uh, that was the most dazzling, in my opinion, of, of our chances. Uh, what about five minutes? I'd say about five minutes later, uh, the Maple Leafs are coming up ice. Uh, a, a great defensive uh, change comes off comes off the bench, and you can see uh, Montreal is focusing on the, I guess you could say, the left side of the ice uh, where where the offensive play is going. And Nylander sees it coming right away, and sends a beautiful pass off to um, who was it? Um, Jake Musson, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, <clears throat> Jake Musson. It was a really good play. Um, I think Primo tried everything he possibly could uh, with him being shifted towards the offense of the play. Um, you know, you know, it's there's a chance that that's coming, but you really can't act too early. And uh, I think he gave it his best shot to try to stop it. And then uh, not that far after, Jake Musson has another opportunity uh, that was – you know, scuffed out, but you know, second period starts. I think it's like two minutes into the game. Uh, they go, we get a, we go on a penalty kill, and once again, William Nylander just sends a puck uh, towards the net, and John Tavares first game back since uh, the injury that he sustained, and oh, what was that like game? Damn, was that? <laughs> well, the the big hit that happened uh, during the playoffs against them. What was that like game game one, game two? Um, but anyway, John Tavares tip in, uh, gets a power play goal. And then, you know, just from there, we get a, another goal for Toronto, Michael Bunting uh, later on. And then the third period, we got Curtis Gabriel gets an unassisted goal. You know, not really trying to toot a, a Leafs fucking horn or anything, but I, I, I like Curtis Gabriel when he was with the Sharks and for – for him, I think it's a you know it's a new opportunity for him. I don't see him as a big goal scorer or anything like that. But he gets to come to a team that's doing uh, you know a hell of a lot better than what the Sharks are. And for Gabriel to have just a good of the night, he had four, he was four hits, five penalty minutes, uh, two shots on goal. Uh, he got and he you know he ended up getting a goal. I think he had a pretty tremendous night for him. You know, as the game starts to get boring at boring at that point, uh, thank God for Tyler Toffoli for giving us just a little bit of magic right at the end of the game um, to kind of balance out the just 
the bit of unluckiness that we've had throughout it. Uh, coming off of uh, leaving leaving our zone, uh, Romanov with a pretty pretty spectacular uh, long pass up forward, and uh, Josh Anderson to just make it better. Just a little bit of a tap forces it towards Tyler Toffoli, who goes off on a breakaway and scores. Look like uh, on his on Henderson's uh, stick side. Uh, it was pretty pretty amazing. Just uh, too bad it was. I believe it was like two minutes left in the game. But um, that's kind of what you expect from someone like Tyler Toffoli. He was our leading goal scorer uh, last season. And, um, you know, despite, you know, a, a tough loss, but it's preseason. But it's great to see Tyler Toffoli, um, you know, get one in, loosen up. But um, uh, that's it for for the game one talk. Uh, I'm sorry. It's just it's so hard to catch these games down here in Southern Louisiana. And it's even harder now. Uh, there's still a bit of damage from Hurricane Ida. Um, but we will be moving on, you know, uh, let's just get that past us. You know, we got a couple more preseasons games to go until, uh, the 13th. So, you know, we, let's get this, you know, I'd rather have these games now where there's just a bit, a bit of inconsistency and we can start that we can start the next season. Like we did last year on a great start. But, uh, before we move on to our next, uh, topic, we have an ad read from our amazing sponsors over at DraftKings. Um, it's, so once again, DraftKings wants their stuff done in the middle of the episode, and it's becoming a quite quite a challenge that I'm, I'm enjoying now. But um, so that means these ad reads are off the top of the dome. They're just right on the spot. There's no editing to them. And I think it adds a little bit of more fun to that for me instead of trying to double take and triple take and try to get these things uh, a little bit better worded. It, it gives me a bit of a opportunity to see. If uh, if what type of day I'm having, and I'm sure that today could be a struggle because of the weekend I had, but I'm actually super excited for it because this is probably my best challenge yet. But thanks to DraftKings, thanks to the Hockey Podcast Network for for having us, you know, letting us be on their network still. But uh, let's get into it. DraftKings, thank you all so much. So here is their plug in. Week three of football is in the books, and now it is time to review the tape and get ready for week four for DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. To kick off another action-packed week, DraftKings is giving new customers $150 instantly when they bet $1 on any football game. Listen up because you don't want to miss this. Head to the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and place a bet of $1 on any game this week to receive $150 in free bets instantly. If Sportsbook is not available in your state like me, DraftKings still has huge cash prizes up for grabs all season long with their daily fantasy contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings app now <laughs> and use promo code THPN to receive $150 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any football game. That's promo code THPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, and Pennsylvania. New customers only, minimum $5 deposit, a $1 wager required, one per customer, restrictions apply, See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or an Indiana 1-800-9-WITH-IT. 
Okay, so uh, yeah, thanks to DraftKings for that. Let's um, a little bit of the injury updates. I know season's coming up, so I'm sure everyone wants to know what Harry Price is up to. But uh, Carey Price with his little knee injury, uh, still doing solo practices so far. You know, the team is obviously practicing together right now. He's still doing stuff on the sides. But uh, Ducharme said in uh, in his latest media statement that uh, he sh- he sh- he'll be ready for opening night. I wouldn't. You know, I don't I don't think that's worded the best. I'd say he should be ready, you know, just to in case something happens. But uh, Price seems to be uh, getting getting quick, getting his re- Jesus. His recovery is has been a lot quicker. Um, and I'm sure it's just due to, you know, him being around for a while. And you would think that maybe maybe not because, you know, he's getting banged up. But, you know, I guess with technology these days, it's, they can isolate it better and he can just focus on what he needs to to get back into the game. Uh, super excited, especially with this fantasy league. THPN's got the fantasy league. We get keepers this year and we have to pick one goalie. I'd love to keep Carey Price around. And I think it's kind of a shoe in to keep him around. Other than that, we have uh, Mike Hoffman. You know, he came when uh, before he came to Montreal he had a slight hiccup it says it's a lower body injury I believe uh when he got to Montreal he addressed it to the trainers they started working on it uh unfortunately uh it got a bit worse so uh his likelihood of starting the season is very unlikely at this point um so once we have a little bit more information we'll you know we'll come back to him but uh Cole Caulfield I guess something happened it might have been that that play in the first period of the pre uh, the preseason game, but uh, he was listed day day to day ahead of the red and uh, red and white scrimmage game. Um, I feel like if anything, that's more for precautionary. You know, it gives him an extra day's rest, especially if, if a little something got banged up the night before. Um, I, I don't know the roster or the lines for the second preseason game, but I'm sure if he is playing that. Uh, taking off of the, you know, the red and white scrimmage uh, would give him the help he needs. Um, unfortunately, I'm recording a little bit earlier than the red and white scrimmage is taking place. So hopefully it's a great, it's a great game tonight. Um, I know that they, they um, take the, mo- um, I don't know what percentage of the money that comes into that, but I know that a big percentage of that ends up always going to a charity, a local charity, which I think is something really awesome. You know, it gives the opportunity for fans to see their team um, play each other, get, you know, it's a it's a fun game. And then it always benefits the community afterwards. So I'm sorry that this episode is is a bit shorter. You know, it's just me, um, but things are starting to ramp back up and we're going to start having a lot more content. So, you know, these episodes won't be as I wouldn't say won't be as short, but there'll be a little bit more to talk about. So uh, next episode, we'll talk to Mason about the red and white scrimmage. And uh, whatever else is, has happened since then, I, I believe we got a uh, maybe two preseason games before the next time we talk. But, folks, we will be coming back to uh, twice-a-week episodes very soon uh, once the start of the season comes back around. And, you know, we're both very excited about that. But I just want to thank you guys again. This has been Habs Nightly. Thank you all so much. And, uh, you know, once again, uh, I apologize for it just being me tonight. Uh, But school is very important. Mason knows that. And I try to instill that in him every chance I get when he, you know, he doesn't, he's trying to make time, uh, you know, to make it to talk. But uh, next time he should be available, folks. Uh, Please, once again, follow us at 
Ham Knightley on Twitter, myself at Bayou Benders. We hope you guys have a great start to your week, and we will talk to you all next time. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from.